Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with David Frank, Global Vice President of Commercial Sales, Engines, and Batteries at Briggs & Stratton about the company's battery offering and electrification trends in the off-highway equipment industry. Let's take a listen now. So maybe just to sort of start the conversation, um, maybe if you could discuss where Briggs and Stratton is currently with its electrification strategy and battery technology development. Yeah. So as an organization, we have a number of different battery products available. So we have today currently in production our five kilowatt hour pack, our 10 kilowatt hour pack and uh, a number of other products in the pipeline that we'll be showing at the shows coming up, as uh, well as some projects that are underway with our OEMs. And then last but not least, we do have a 3.8 kilowatt hour pack as well. Okay. And so what might be some of the um, best applications for those battery packs that the the company currently is offering? I wouldn't say that there's necessarily a best application for them. Where we see the most opportunity for electrification is really when regulations is put into place or at the same time, or we're solving a problem. For instance, indoor use or a customer needs faster charge time or longer life, right? If we're going from lead acid or if we're going from a diesel engine, so there's just different requirements for each one of those. But in all situations, we're in a position to uh, provide a battery solution. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And so has the company found, if, if at all, that its experience developing engines has helped in any way with its battery development? Yeah, obviously as an organization, uh, being in the industry for over 110 years, mm-hmm. we were able to leverage those abilities of being a power provider that services our traditional markets, right? So that the markets that we're more, more known for, but we also saw this as a great opportunity to diversify our business and get into new markets we don't currently participate in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you able to give some examples of those newer markets you guys are able to now go into? Um, so some of those markets, for instance, material handling, uh-huh. we were never participating in material handling and we got a number of projects underway with different companies. If it's autonomous vehicle that's delivering from one end of the factory to the other end, right? Mm-hmm. Utilizing our battery technology, mm-hmm. even the golf course market, the fleet golf course, while it's a market we could serve with petrol engines, we historically haven't. And so it's given us a great opportunity to break into that market with customers like Club Car. And uh, actually, our first project was with a company by the name of Argo. And that was an autonomous 
mule type machine that its main purpose was to carry heavy loads for our military and our soldiers and bring that to different spots. And then they could also return home by itself. So this was a pure electric, nobody driving it, basically set it up on a GPS and it would go. So it really stretched what our imaginations are, what our capabilities are today. And it was a lot of fun as a project. So those are probably two of the most unique projects that we've taken on here with, of course, our OEM partners. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what maybe makes the uh, Vanguard battery technology well suited for those types of applications? Yeah, so I think it a lot of it has to do with the type of battery, right? So you hear mm -hmm. the word lithium and, and there's mm -hmm. different types of lithium chemistries that we could be using, right? The widely mm -hmm. known is LFP. Uh, and then you'll hear the word NMC. What NMC gives us, it gives us a little bit more uh, compact power. It gives you in a smaller amount of space, right? We can produce more power. That's more what we're using in the automotive industry today, right? Mm -hmm. And so that gives us the ability to sit down with our OEM partners, understand what power needs they have, what are their requirements, mm -hmm. and take that technology and make sure that we're building the right battery for them. And then couple that with our BMS. So our, biz, our battery management system is what that stands for. And so we couple the two of those together to basically sit down and make sure that it's communicating properly with the OEM's equipment. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so will you work closely together with the OEM then to integrate the technology or ensure it's going to fit the application? Yeah. So what... We have a group called, we refer to as our PAC, and, and what that stands for is a Power Application Center. Okay. And that's a team, and we've actually brought a lot of talent into that Power Application Center. And we have these Power Application Centers all over the globe in, in different uh, regions that we serve. And what the Power Application's responsibility is, is to really sit down and understand our OEM's needs. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple of things we got to figure out. We got to figure out what kind of runtime they want, mm -hmm. right? So that mile anxiety that maybe you've heard before. So we got to understand mm -hmm. what kind of runtime do they want? And then also what kind of just pure power are they going to need when they do need to use the product? So those are the two things that we have to figure out to then, to then sit down and recommend the best possible battery for them size. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we've worked with a few OEMs where we've actually gone out and put GPS systems on their gasoline product or their diesel product, or their lead acid product to really identify what kind of runtime they should expect when that product's being used. So I think the biggest question a lot of people say is that's got to run for eight hours. That's not always the reality. And so us doing this work ahead of time with each other to truly understand what kind of runtime Oh, that customer needs to be successful is something our power application center will help out with. And then on top of that, we've been fortunate enough, we found some, what we refer to as technology partners. Mm -hmm. And we have a number of technology partners in Canada and the US and in Europe. Mm -hmm. And what these technology partners are for some of those OEMs that need a little bit more help than we can give. They can really sit down and help design the product from the beginning stages all the way to the end. Let's say that they're using hydraulics today mm -hmm. and they want to move to electric. These are technology partners that can actually help in all aspects of that, whether it's the controls, whether it's the electrical motor, et cetera, and, and help them. And so we're in a position where we can also recommend those people that are part of our partners. Great. Okay. 
And so maybe what are some of the benefits the company sees electrification bringing to the off-road equipment industry? And are there maybe certain applications that would be, would maybe better benefit or for which electrification would maybe be better suited by utilizing battery power than others? Yeah, I think really when we talk about just products in general, so we got applications that are used indoors. We got, of course, applications that have noise restrictions as we start to look at Mm -hmm. certain communities. And then, of course, different municipalities or regulations that are requiring people. Right. But then there's that, that's the today, Mm -hmm. right? Those are the things that people are trying to accomplish today. So Mm -hmm. making their work easier. And where is it going to go is another discussion. And really, electrification is just an enablement for the robotics and the autonomous. And that electrification just makes that that much easier and and that much safer, really, when you're talking about refueling, you know, when you need to go back and recharge. So you have this endless source of energy that they can go and get. Mm -hmm. So since you brought it up, how might electrification and automation complement one another and how, if at all, does electrification maybe help pave the way for further automation? Yeah, so I think the biggest part is safety, right? That's always been the challenge that we had. I just mentioned it, as you said, a moment ago. But it's that safety aspect. And before, it, there, no one could really figure out a real safe way that we could refuel and do that affordable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other really important part is electrification drives affordability in this rather than when we were trying to do that with other technologies in the past. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't matter what technology we're referring. If we're talking about diesel engines, for instance, uh, there was, there's a lot of risk and there's a lot of challenges with filling a product up Mm -hmm. in safety. Once again, being number one concern, filling that up remotely. And I think the other thing that we've really brought to our OEM partners is that after sales support, right? Mm -hmm. So besides just this, we're going to sell you this battery and you're now going to be responsible for the sales and service. We are in a position where we're going to be able to handle that sales and service for our OEM after the fact. So that makes it that much easier when you're going to sell a, a piece of equipment to someone around the globe and they may need some expertise, let's say it's a US-based company and they want to sell it to uh, Germany. Mm. And knowing that we have those boots on the ground, we have that ability to service and support that battery. And once again, those batteries are global. So the ability to ship that battery anywhere in the world. Okay, great. And so what are maybe some of the current challenges related to electrification and battery development and Maybe what are some of the ways those challenges could be overcome or is there technology still yet needed to help overcome those challenges? The biggest challenge, and we hear this from all our OEM partners, is really just the, the, the skill gap, right? Mm-hmm. The understanding of electrification. We got great OEMs that have been working and are experts at making maybe making a concrete saw, mm-hmm. right? No one's better than them at making concrete saws. But the new challenge now, all of a sudden, where you have this, this battery, which has a significant amount of cost when you want to just use extra energy that's not needed mm-hmm. versus a, a petrol engine using that extra energy. It's really not a, a, a big cost. So it's all about driving efficiency in the product, mm-hmm. right? So how do we get rid of belts and pulleys? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the types of things that are going to give us more efficiency where we didn't have to worry about that because energy was readily available and could be refueled really quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's about getting those efficiencies. And it's also, I think, just helping them understand how, where to even start. Mm-hmm. It's been fascinating to us to try to work with some of these OEMs. And I can't tell you how often our, our sales team goes out and has a conversation with the OEM and they say, I need a battery. And our sales team will say, well, what size battery? And they'll say, I don't even know yet. All I know is I need a five kilowatt hour battery so I can start to play with it and start trying to get some of my engineering team thinking about it. And it's here. And that's why I think it's scary for a lot of our OEMs, but it's, this isn't something that, Hey, we can wait 10 years or we can wait five years. This is something is with the current development time that normally takes to get product to market. Uh, a large majority of the OEMs are already going Mm. and uh, it's imperative that the OEMs get there. And so that's, that scares them because they just may not have the people that have that understanding, but that's our role, right? That's our Mm -hmm. role. That's what I talked about before with our technology partners. We've been doing this for 110 years. It's history repeating itself. We're going to come along and we're going to, we're going to help those small, medium OEMs that can't do it themselves. Great. And so you were talking a little bit before about battery chemistries. How do you maybe go about determining what battery chemistry to utilize? And are there some that are better for others in certain types of applications? Or if you could maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So with our 110 years of experience that I continually to bring up, because there's a good reason behind that, right? We want to make sure that people understand that when you look at electrification and you look at who you want to partner with, why we're in a unique position to understand is we've been collecting data on application reviews. So what an application review is, is when we work with our OEM, we go there and we, we make sure that our engine is going to perform to that OEM's expectations. So we've been looking at things like noise for restrictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been looking at things like vibration. Mm-hmm. We've been looking at things like heat. We've been doing things like, will a pressure washer be used on it? Mm-hmm. We've been collecting all that data for all these years and making sure we can meet these emissions, making sure that the customer can access any of the maintenance items really clearly. Mm-hmm. So we've taken all that data. Mm-hmm. And when we designed our batteries, we put that into that, right? So we made sure that, hey, uh, vibration, that this unit could handle the worst vibration that our applications had. We made sure that uh, um, we understood the heat restrictions. We made sure that, as I talked about before, safety, Mm -hmm. right? That our OEM is going to feel comfortable that when this goes on their piece of equipment, that it's, it's going to be a safe experience because that's job one. Right. And so when sitting down and understanding what chemistry, we also understood that space Mm -hmm. was really important to our OEMs. We also understood that our OEMs weren't going to redesign their product every two years. The automotive guys are going to drive them to redesign their product every two years. Well, the way we look at it is we want to deliver that box, mm-hmm. right? That five kilowatt hour battery. And then every year we want to come to them with more power in that same size box and the same BMS that we're doing internally mm-hmm. to say, here's your new box. Now we've taken that five and now it's a seven, mm-hmm. right? And we've done that by replacing these the cells that we were utilizing. And so where we saw where technology was going, what cell chemistry was getting the most technology, where the volume capacities were going to be there, what gets us the most space, all of those things, which is ultimately what made us land on making sure that we use NMCs, what it's referred to as. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So what's maybe next for electrification and for the company's battery technology, if you're able to go into that? 
Yeah, so what's next for us is more power, more power, more power, <laughs> right? We're going to expand our offerings. We're going to make it so we can continue to take advantage of this mass production of volume that we're sharing with many OEMs, mm -hmm. but also still just like we do with engines, they deliver that uniqueness for our OEMs where they can do we can do things unique with the BMS, make sure we're communicating with their product properly, mm -hmm. but then take advantage of that full scale volume uh, that we have with our OEMs. So you're going to see us, as I mentioned before, you're going to see us coming out with larger pack or more power density in the same size packs. Uh, you're going to see us come out with a few new packs. Mm -hmm. You're going to also see us come out with what we refer to as our uh, swappable pack. Okay. And the swappable pack for us is extremely exciting. And the reason why the swappable pack is extremely exciting is we know our OEM partners are looking to how do we take advantage? How do we get rid of this mile anxiety, right? This power, mm -hmm. this long run time. And so right. if you can imagine a hand tool where mm -hmm. somebody bolts that hand tool battery on and they recharge another one, well, this swappable isn't so different with the exception that this is a much larger 1.5, but it's going to be something large enough that the average person will be able to pick up and maneuver and take it from one piece of, uh, let's say it's in a lot in garden equipment. You can take it from a tiller to then moving it over to be a, a generator mm -hmm. or moving it over to run a lawnmower, right? So mm -hmm. using the same power source to run multiple applications and on this job site, the same thing. So we're extremely excited about what that's gonna do to help our OEMs get there faster, right? Help them electrify their product. Mm -hmm. We're also really excited about what it's gonna mean for the rental yards mm -hmm. and also really excited about being part of this, I guess, first wave of new technology and how do we help shape what we would refer to our traditional markets and then how do we enter new markets for the future. Okay, well, great. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and provide your insights into current electrification trends and what Briggs & Stratton is doing currently with battery technology. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to David for providing his insights into current electrification trends in battery technology. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.